Ladies and gentlemen, Maxine Waters again. I don't even know why he wants to come and give the State of the Union. Uh, the State of the Union under him has not been good. And he has been divisive. And I think he's putting us all in harm's way. And so he's not worthy of being listened to. I don't know why anybody want to pay attention to anything that he has to say. He lies over and over again. Like I said, 6,000 lies have been documented since he's been there. I just can't imagine what he's going to try and say. But since he is a great liar, he'll say anything. Uh, because he's capable of saying anything without facts, without research. And so I'm not looking forward to his State of the Union. And I hope that people will turn the television off. Yeah, that's the same bite we played yesterday before the speech. As it turned out, he got a better rating for his speech last night than Barack Obama got for his second State of the Union address. So not many people listened to Maxine there. Not only did a lot of people watch it, a lot of people liked it. The CBS poll had 76% approval. Only 30% of Democrats approved, and that number would be the same if he had announced a cure for cancer, so it doesn't matter. Uh, 97% of Republicans approved of the speech, and that number would have been the same if he had said we had been annexed, annexed by Russia. But the number that should worry Democrats is that 82%, 82% of independents approved of the speech and 72% of the people polled agreed with his stance on immigration. Now, I have to admit, I still wish it had been canceled and I wish there would never be another State of the Union address, at least one that's televised. But you know what? The speech wouldn't work on radio because it's as much about who applauds and when, who sits and who stands, and what kind of facial expressions we see on the close-ups. It's a totally different story if that speech had been on radio only. And my favorite uh, facial expression, by the way, was Bernie Sanders when uh, the president said America will never be a socialist country. Um, Nancy Pelosi actually gave him polite applause on that one. Now, the response response from the media was about what you would expect and would have been the same if he had announced a cure for cancer. Women were a big story last night. The Democrat women all dressed in white. Some of them looked like they were wearing straight jackets. But it was all about who stood up and who sat down. And D.C. McAllister is one of my favorite columnists. She has some strong opinions about the women's movement and the speech last night. We'll talk to her when we come back. Stick around. Employers, are you tired of paying outrageous premiums for health insurance? How about a plan that allows you to go to any hospital in the country? A plan that pays you back every year? This is John Stagerwald from Marley Financial. Whether you want a top-of-the-line plan or just enough to keep you legal, Marley Financial has a custom-made plan for you. As a business owner, you owe it to yourself to stay ahead of the ever-changing marketplace. Marley has been on the cutting edge of new and improved health plans for both individuals and businesses. And only Marley Financial offers health plans that actually pay you back. Call 724-884-1496 for unbiased, top-notch plans from any carrier in Pennsylvania. Plans that'll save you money and give you an edge over the competition. They even offer custom business solutions to reduce your liability and overhead as you grow. They're truly one of the most innovative agencies in the nation. Call Marley now, 724-884-1496, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Here's the truth, America. Hugh Hewitt for PatriotMobile.com. Your cell phone company is probably funding anti-Second Amendment groups. 
Patriot Mobile, which is America's only conservative cell phone company, does the opposite. If you are fed up with disgusting policies like New York's new late-term abortion law or Mayor Bloomberg's gun control seizure plans, make the simple switch to Patriot Mobile. Join thousands of Americans using Patriot Mobile. Get reliable nationwide coverage. Watch your hard-earned dollars fight for the First and Second Amendment rights, border security, and the sanctity of life. Veteran-led Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every bill to conservative causes like the Heritage Foundation, the NRA, and the Susan B. Anthony List. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy, and their unlimited talk and text plans start as low as $20 a month. Need more motivation? Mention Hugh, that's me, H-U-G-H, when you call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Or visit them online at patriotmobile.com slash Hugh to get up to two activation fees waived. Enough is enough. Join the fight today. 1-800-A-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. You own a local business or any business, and your national competition has a backroom of digital marketing minions who are eating your lunch. But you can beat them with our digital marketing experts. We're Salem Surround. We can surround potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We make every digital dollar count towards sales success. We won't waste your money. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers from everywhere. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Buying locally made products is a simple act that can have a tremendous impact on a local economy. Since our company was founded nearly 30 years ago, the Original Mattress Factory has offered quality mattresses that are hand-built in our own factories and sold directly to you. Plus, we're not just locally made. We're also locally owned by our employees who live, work, and play in the same communities as you. So stop by an Original Mattress Factory store or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the difference local makes for yourself. Right here in Pittsburgh. Healthy pets, healthy people, focusing on a natural, holistic approach for human and animal wellness. Host Dr. Edmund Sokowski and his guests discuss various topics on health and wellness for us and our companion animals. Airs each Saturday, live from 9 to 10 in the morning on 1250 AM, The Answer. Giving you the opportunity to call in with your questions. A healthy pet is a happy pet and being healthy makes people happy. Tune in, listen, learn, be well. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. So here's my favorite quote from the speech last night. President Trump could have walked in, said, My fellow Americans, members of Congress, and invited guests, we are born free and we will stay free. Tonight we renew our resolve that America will never be a socialist country. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming. Try the veal. Drive safely and good night. That would have been enough for me, and it might have gone down as the most effective State of the Union speech of all time. He went more than two hours, and everything he said could have been summed up in that one quote. The person I thought of to get a reaction to the speech was D.C. McAllister, columnist for the Daily Wire and the Federalist, and she joins us now. D.C., thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. So, um... I, I'm going to read you a – I was going to just ask you straight out what, what you thought the visuals at the State of the Union speech did for women last night. But uh, I want to read you this um, tweet from Matt Walsh. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, here's what he said. He said, I guess I'm supposed to well up with tears of pride 
because a bunch of women were elected to Congress. Sorry, no. Most of the new Congresswomen are self-obsessed and fantasidal socialist radicals. The fact that they happen to have two X chromosomes is no consolation. I just wonder how you'd react to that. I totally agree with him. I mean, just because you're a woman doesn't mean that I need to support you. And it has nothing to do with gender. I don't play into identity politics. It's about what you stand for. And these women don't stand for what I believe, and they don't represent me. And last night really proved that they don't represent me. They had to function as a group. If you notice that they couldn't even stand up independently, they had to look around, are you standing up? Are you standing up? Okay, I guess I'll stand up too. Or, uh, you know, they they just followed each other around like a bunch of lemmings. And, and what they sat down to was appalling as well. And the, like like Matt said, they when uh, Trump was bringing about the late-term abortion legislation, he was talking about that. They sat there, cold stoned, didn't care, go ahead and kill babies. You know, you're not the kind of women I want to rally behind if you're into killing babies. I'm sorry. Well, you tweeted uh, at some point, I guess after uh, the uh, speech, um, AOC had this look on her face. I hate calling her AOC, but I know you have to for Twitter for uh, Mm -hmm. the fact that she's become that familiar kind of annoys me. But anyway, AOC had this look on her face every time. Trump talked about American greatness, freeing people from government dependency, and building the middle class through cooperation and completion. Uh, at OAC, you're an embarrassed embarrassment to the nation. So you didn't, you weren't thrilled with her performance last night. Well, no, because she's she's a socialist, hardcore socialist. You could see that in her responses. And uh, in, in, anytime Trump talked about American greatness, about the greatness of the American people, she had a scowl on her face. I found it very interesting that at the beginning of the speech when Trump was talking about the greatness of America, the Republicans started chanting USA, USA, and the Democrats stayed completely silent. But yet, when Trump was talking about women getting jobs and then the women in white decided to stand up and applaud themselves, that's when they started chanting USA, when they were happy about themselves, when it was focused on themselves. Oh, look, here we are, even pointing to themselves. So we, we have a whole cabal there of narcissism and selfishness and infanticide, like Matt said, and socialism. And this doesn't represent the America I live in or that I want it to be. You know, I believe in freedom, and I don't believe in socialism. I believe in protecting the unborn. I don't believe in abortion. And these women do not represent me. I don't care what their gender is. I guess uh, my, my question, what I can't uh, un- figure out is who, which women, not which, how many women do these women represent? It, it's an impressive sight to see them all. I think it was dumb, but it was impressive. Um uh, to see them all in their white, uh, dressed in white, and 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 just the the mere size of the uh, group was impressive, and the fact that the president actually pointed out that you know the the, the number of uh, women who were elected, but the 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 quantity doesn't necessarily reflect the quality, does it? And, and, is it, and does it? How many women in the, in America actually do identify with them? Well, first of all, Trump was praising that 
that under his administration, more women have jobs. Uh, he wasn't initially praising them for the fact that they got elected. But what was interesting is when Trump came in and said, you know, the 58% of women ha- are, are not, um, have jobs now have been created, they just sat there. So if they stood for women, why weren't they applauding it? But then they were kind of looking around going, oh, well, maybe we should applaud for all these other women that have gotten jobs in the private sector. because, But, oh, now it's going to be about us because we're the ones in the Congress. And then they turn around and blame Trump for saying, hey, didn't you realize that we got elected because we're against you? Uh, you know, it, it's just- but the reaction was uh, – there's not, nothing there – Nothing that happened in the, in the amount of it that I did watch surprised me. And, it, and I, it, it occurred to me that the State of the Union speech is not even about a speech. It's not about words. It's about pictures. Because that's all anything anybody is talking about is the reaction to the words and who applauded and who didn't, who stood, who sat, when did they sit, when did they uh, stand. And um, I don't know, you know, in the, at the State of the Union if, uh, in 1919, um, you know, it, it would have been just the, the president speaking to people and there would be no TV cameras on him. I, I think it's just changed. It's turned into a joke to me. I don't know if you agree with that, but that's. I do, but I, I think it's not just the visuals. And we've had the visuals for a long time and visuals do play, obviously, in politics. But I think what you're seeing now, maybe what's bothering you, is the polarization. It's not about what Trump or the president is saying. Because that doesn't matter. They don't care. There's no debate. There's no arguing against the other side. Um, so all you have is one side standing and reacting against the other. I mean, and not even the, that the president was reacting. He was presenting, and all that was happening was reaction. There was no dialogue. I mean, not that they would be speaking anyway, but right. acceptance, listening, um, and to have dialogue later. There was show, there was making a statement of opposition. And, and resistance, and that's yeah. what we have now. And, and, and that's our politics now. That's our nation now um, about these issues. And the, the sad thing is, is that back in 1919, or even further back, uh, we at least had some fundamental agreements about governance, about our nation, about what we believed in. Um, but now we don't. We don't have the fundamentals about what liberty is. We don't have fundamentals about uh, capitalism and freedom and objective reality, objective truth. We don't have these fundamental things that we have to have in order to have a healthy, stable society. We have two different opposing views, and I really think it's good versus evil. Uh, and this is the polarization that we have in America, and there's no really way to bridge it. We're talking to D.C. McAllister of The Federalists and The Daily Signal, and uh, you can find her lots of places uh, on Twitter also. Um, and, I, I'm, you know, I think, though, the, the thing about, the, I guess the thing that also bothers me is that it's, you know, the standing and not standing it's. Uh, I, I thought of this today. I thought, you know, maybe it would be a good idea to have the like the, someone, the sergeant of arms, say, "Please hold your applause till the end of the speech," and just make everybody yeah. sit there and listen to the entire thing. They would. They would probably. They, uh, they'd probably get. In, they'd probably start fighting each other if they couldn't stand up and sit down or, and, and and not stand up and and do all the things that they're supposed to do. But uh, that's become so much a part of it that it's 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 theater, you know, to me. And it's just I don't know. Well, it is here in a way, but traditionally, I mean, it was a way of almost like a communication going on, of approval or not approval, um, kind of like in the House of Lords over in England. Yeah. You have a lot of back and forth. Um, it's kind of because he's speaking to Congress, right, who represents right. the people, and so they're wanting to show what we approve. 
but again, it's not so much, I'm not so much concerned about the, the logistics of it, but more what they're standing for, how they're doing it, what are they opposing. And that's what I see as very troubling right now is what they're standing for. They're standing for evil agendas and things that are going to take away our liberty. And that's new and that's frightening. And, uh, you know, that's something we need to be concerned about is what's actually the fundamentals of what's going on here. What do these people stand for? Not just how they're doing it, but what they stand for. Yeah, and I, and I will admit it, it is revealing. I mean, lots of things were revealed last night by the sitting and standing. So that's mm-hmm. I guess there's some value in that. Um, yes. So uh, let's talk about abortion a little bit here. Um, what's, what happened in Virginia, the fiasco that's uh, going on there right now, um, and the law that they were trying to, hoping to pass and the, the law that was passed in New York where where is that uh, where is that headed it just shows the degradation of our society and that abortion is, is no longer rare and and hated and not preferable now it's preferable it's celebrated and now we've even moved it up to uh, late term abortions right before the baby's born and I, I mean, I think it's, it's murder from conception until birth. Either way, I mean, to me, yeah. it's the it's a child. But there is a different kind of experience for the child at different stages. And you know, right before there's a lot of pain, even earlier, second trimester, uh, there is pain, even when they're doing it at 12 weeks. But really, you're talking about killing a child. And and say so. We think about how irrational this is. It's a, if you shoot a pregnant woman and you kill the baby, you are uh, charged for murder. Right. There's so, uh, but now we can kill the baby. And, you know, if the woman ha- you know has a headache and doesn't like it or feels like you know I, I just don't want to go through with this, I change my mind. I'll go ahead and kill the baby. And that it's it's evil. And but it's being coming up in, in many different states. It's another war in the abortion war. But I think it was the tra- trajectory of abortion from the get-go. And this is how the culture of death moves. It's never satisfied. It's e- e- evil. Do you hate th- to keep using that word, but it's surely what it is. Right. Do you, do you th- what, what do you think, though, the, um, the news about the, the law in New York and the, the actual passing of it and, and the story that uh, came from Virginia, what do you think it has done for the movement of abortion i mean i know you, you said it's 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 the way it's headed but um were, were enough people horrified by that to maybe mean that uh it's a setback for the movement well two things one i think the people who really heard about it are horrified and i think it can be a damaging blow to the abortion movement problem is it's not being reported as much as you might think Mm -hmm. so a lot of your common voters your democrats or your moderates or people who don't really think about things when they're voting um aren't hearing about it it's like the gosnell thing they didn't hear about the horrors of what this abortion doctor did uh you know so there's silence in the media keeping people from being informed but then there's also people who don't who are willfully ignorant uh, about things and they don't want to really accept what their party stands for and they just go go along their merry way instead of standing up and saying, you know, this is an atrocity. We're killing innocent life. And, and I, can I stand for a party that does this? Do I want my, you know, government benefits so much that I'm willing to kill a child over it? 
No, I don't want to stand up against it. And that's really what it's going to come down to. It's going to be our responsibility on the right to inform people, to motivate them, and to see what the Democratic Party really stands for these days. They stand for slavery through socialism, and they stand for death through abortion. Well, Republicans are getting a lot of laughs from what's happening in Virginia because the Democrats are getting some doses of their own medicine down there. But should we be celebrating a guy's career being ruined by a picture taken of him 35 years ago, meaning the governor, no. of course? No, I think, I think I, I tweeted at one point to him. I said, yeah, I want you to resign, but I don't want you to resign because of a picture from 30 right, years ago. Right. I want you to resign because you stand for killing babies. Uh, you know, I, 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 gradu- I graduated from college back, I mean, high school back in 1984, so I know those days well. And, you know, it's ridiculous to, to hold him to a standard of being when he was a young guy in college. Uh, especially in a different climate, mm-hmm. when we weren't racist, but we certainly weren't as sensitive as everyone is today, is a different time. And you need to have a little historical em- empathy when it comes to understanding the past and people's behavior, especially that long ago and in that time frame. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't mean, mean that we weren't being, you know, <laughs> insensitive, but it's, it's something that shouldn't change 30 years of a career that he hasn't been a racist. Well, what's more interesting, and I don't know if you've heard today that the the attorney uh, the yes the attorney general who's second in line if the governor resigns, he admitted today that he has a picture of himself in blackface. So, if he would have to resign, the four, the third person in line is the uh, someone in the state legislature. Uh, I forget what it is, speaker of the house or something. He would be he would be the governor. He's a Republican. So if they get yeah, if they get yeah. through the lieutenant governor and then the attorney general who admitted to having a picture of himself in blackface, a Republican to take over. But to me, the the I would still not want it to happen. Yeah. The, well, the more interesting thing is the are the charges of sexual assault against the lieutenant governor and the reaction or non-reaction to that by the people who were beating up on uh, had no problem beating up on Brett Kavanaugh. Well, right, and I'm, I'm going to stay consistent on that. You know, there isn't um, credible proof and uh, to allegations. I believe in due process and innocence are proven guilty, even in the realm of public opinion. Not in a legal sense, but definitely having corroborating incredible evidence. And that goes for Democrats, it goes for Republicans. Did you see Kamala Harris's tweet about Naomi Rowell? Uh, uh, she, based on her questioning about uh, her feelings about sexual assault no i well, kind of heard about it what was well, well, she, again? Ca- ca- she uh naomi Rao said uh either on a tweet or said somewhere that you know uh, she was talking about sexual assault she said it would help if women would not oh, be, be would, would try to stay sober and not you know, not be drunk it would help and of course kamala harris said oh you're blaming the victim then and <laughs> that's, that's she crazy. said it was and, horrifying and he- <laughs> yeah, well, what's horrifying are parents that wouldn't tell their daughter that. Yeah. That's what's horrifying. And, right. I, you know, I would t- I tell, I've told my daughter that, and I'm daughters, and I've said, you know, don't um, go out and put yourself in a position where you're impaired uh, because you might get raped. Now, it doesn't mean that they're, you know, should get raped or they're, they're not, the guy isn't to blame when he is, when he does rape her. I mean, yeah. but, you know, you need to be careful and wise about your choices. Yeah, well, that's that, that's that's only the latest from Kamala Harris. It's uh, it's early, and um, it's going to. It's some of the people who are out there. Are just it's pretty scary to me, but um, that's where we are. Hey, uh, DC, I appreciate you being on. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, we'll see you later. Okay, bye bye. And we'll be right back. 
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The blackface scandal that threatens the future of Virginia Governor Ralph Northam now includes the next two Democrats in line of succession. The woman who has accused Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax of sexual assault at the 2004 Democratic Convention has identified herself and issued a detailed description of the event. Fairfax claims it was consensual. And now the second person in line of succession, Attorney General Mark Herring, says that back in 1980, he donned blackface and a wig while a student at the University of Virginia to portray a rapper. Herring says he's deeply, deeply sorry. George Bonzani reporting. The string of scandals that began when the yearbook picture came to light last Friday could have a domino effect on Virginia state government. If Northam and Fairfax fall, Herring would be next in line to become governor. After Herring becomes House Speaker, Kirk Cox, a conservative Republican. This is SRN News. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates so you can buy a home with certainty. It's called Rate Shield, and here's how it works. With Rate Shield, you can lock your interest rate while you shop for a new home. So if rates go up, you don't have to worry. And here's the best part. If rates go down, you get the lower rate. With Rate Shield, we really have you covered. Here are more reasons why you'll want to work with America's largest mortgage lender. For nine years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fifth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Rate Shield. Another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records, Rachel approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Larry Elder doesn't understand how the governor of Virginia expects to keep his job. I mean, this is just terrible. And there are other things in his life that are questionable. His nickname when he was at VMI, uh, all these things are not such that he can continue to serve. His nickname at uh, Virginia Military Institute was Coon Man, and when he was asked during the press conference why he had that nickname, he said, you'd have to ask my classmates. I have no idea. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7, right before Joe Walsh at 9, on AM 1250. The answer. A nasty storm could be brewing for Pennsylvania's transportation funding regimen and has been fueled by dubious state legislation resulting in annual toll hikes that has long milked the Pennsylvania Turnpike for millions of dollars to help pay for non-turnpike projects such as mass transit in Allegheny and other counties. Never mind the federal prohibition. Find out what's coming down the pike at AlleghenyInstitute.org, challenging conventional wisdom that's neither conventional nor wise since 1995. Tax season is here again, with more tax law changes than we've seen in 30 years. But no matter how difficult your return is, William Egan CPA can make it easy. William Egan is the local CPA for everyday people. Bill and his staff can demystify your tax filing process for less money than the big national chains with work that's guaranteed. He's been doing it for over 20 years. He can do it for you. Visit SteelCityCPA.com. William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people. Like you at SteelCityCPA.com. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind. Expensive. There are lots of changes happening in health care today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years. Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every health care provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. 
Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial Plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Seeing some heavy delays on the inbound Parkway West 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Now, northbound 79, got a jam up there from 60 up to approaching 51. There's a crash off to the shoulder. Also looking at a busy ride outbound Parkway West from Banksville Road to Carnegie. Parkway East, meanwhile, very heavy outbound Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood, Swiss Vale. And looking slow outbound over Veterans Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Cloudy and mild this afternoon with rain at times, high 55 to 59. Cloudy, damp, and mild tonight with a bit of drizzle along with some fog, low 47. Tomorrow, cloudy and quite mild, patchy fog and spotty drizzle in the morning. And periods of rain in the afternoon and at night, the high tomorrow is 61. The record is 64 set in 1925. It'll be a blustery and much colder Friday. I'm Joe Lundberg on AM 1250, The Answer. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, Democrats uh, hated President Trump's speech last night. Republicans and independents loved it. Uh, 97 and 82 percent, I believe it was, for Republicans and independents. No surprise there, but we're living in the world of identity politics. So um, how did women feel? How How did blacks feel? You wouldn't be blamed for believing that all blacks hated the speech because Trump is a racist. But you'd be wrong. Derek Hawley of Project 21, it's a group of conservative and free market black Americans. And he's also president of uh, uh, Reaching America, which is a nonprofit organization that addresses the issues affecting the black community. And he joins us now. Derek, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, John. How you doing? Good, good. So uh, from uh, what I saw online today and on Fox last night, I guess, too, uh, the president's speech was a hit with Project 21. Am I right? Correct. Yeah, I thought it was a hit. Um, it's just interesting. You bring up the identity politics. Is you watch the other channels, and I'm like, were we watching the same? Were we watching the same thing because it, it did appear that we were. It's just amazing how they they just downplay the entire speech. Yeah, um, uh, I saw some of the clips because uh, I didn't watch the other networks, but I because uh, I always like to catch the highlights. It's kind of like mm-hmm. you know, if it's a football game, I don't really care about seeing. I'll catch the highlights later. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that, I saw a lot of it, and it was uh, it's just it's almost a knee jerk reaction, isn't it? Like um, you don't you don't. It's like they they they're not even listening, and it's just uh, this is the way I'm supposed to react. So here we go. Even even there, I agree with you 100%, but here's what they don't even talk about. Last night, he had the entire place chanting USA, USA, right. and no one's even talking about that. And I thought it was going to be interesting to find out how they were going to respond to that. They didn't even mention it. The other thing was that all the ladies who came in in protest wearing the little white outfit, mm-hmm. it was great. But even he appealed to them, had them standing up high-fiving. They were the ones who started the USA chant. I was like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. None of that is noticed from the other side. Yeah, and so what did you like about the, the content of the speech? Well, a lot of it. You know, one of the things, interesting enough, that we address at Reach in America is energy poverty. Um, and energy poverty exists when low-income families or individuals can't afford to pay their electric bill. They spend upwards of 30% of their total income on their energy bill. 
And so this administration has put forth an effort, you know, in terms of just energy independence. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that goes a long way in reducing the price of energy for low-income and minority individuals. And interesting enough, John, I was today <laughs> at a uh, 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 House Resource Committee hearing on climate change. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just interesting hearing all the how far extreme oh. folks are when it comes to this climate change. I'm like, what are we supposed to do? And what's funny, not funny, but sad, I guess, about it is that someone like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who unfortunately has become uh, much more um, heard than she should be based on the fact that she's been in Congress about 15 minutes, um, <laughs> Uh, she is. Uh, she would like to see uh, fossil fuels disappear in ten years. That's not going to help anybody's electric bill, poor no. or rich. Yeah, and that was a lot of the stuff that was discussed today from from those uh, from the witnesses that were coming from the left, the liberals. Uh, man, it was like you know the old nursery rhyme: "The sky's falling, the sky's falling, chicken little," right. and it's not. And so, <laughs> it was only a couple of us in there. Me and one other. Um, uh, another professor that was in opposition to represent, you know, our side just in terms of the need for fossil fuels. And, you know, it, it, it does not make sense. There's no way we can eliminate fossil fuels anytime soon. And we're talking to uh, Derek Hawley of Project 21. It's a conservative uh, group of black Americans, uh, free market guys, too, uh, which is a pretty big deal. Um, what was your reaction when you saw the Democrats uh, staying seated uh, when Donald Trump rattled off all the low unemployment numbers for blacks and Hispanics, not, they didn't. Not, nobody even clapped once. But John, I wasn't surprised because it's just that's just how just how it is right now. Politics were so divided right now, and so it's almost like they don't want they don't want President Trump to have any kind of shine, as mm-hmm. we say. So, um, and it was just interesting. It just kind of showed where we are right now today with politics. Yeah, I got to ask you this, because I'm a white guy, so I would have Mm -hmm. no idea about this. Um, Does being a black conservative uh, make life difficult? And do you find yourself on the defensive a lot? I mean, I know, I think I know the answer. You have no idea, John. You know, (laughs) you could just go to our social media pages, man, reach America. You can just see some how extreme people are. And it gets to the point where, you know, uh, you know, some step in to defend me and it go, it gets, it gets so bad. It's like, where are we today in terms of our politics? And it just seems like we're even more divided. The smallest of things just sparks so much controversy. Well, and there's so many bigger things going on, but it seems like they just want to put this out there to continue to divide us. Well, again, uh, 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 we white people, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, uh, we don't, I, I guess we're not supposed to talk about politics uh, at the dinner table. That's one thing you never bring up. Uh, we'll talk about race, man, none yeah, of that stuff. <laughs> no, but, but when, when people, uh, your friends and family, who may disagree with you, how much tolerance do you find that they have for your, um, your opinions? Well, it's interesting. The, it, very little. And so they always, it's not my family, but just folks that you know, they, they immediately go to name calling. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just, why is that the first thing? And so why is that the first thing you do is, you know, name call, and it's an assumption. And so, but it's just interesting. That's where we, again, that's where we are right now. It's, and it's always the left. <laughs> and, and another question, uh, how much does your 
philosophy about government and business and uh, just life in general, how much has that helped you, black or white? Forget that. Just your 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 approach to life based on your conservative values. How much has that helped you? John, I tell people all the time. You know, I've been, I've been a business owner for the last uh, I left corporate America in two thousand two, mm-hmm. and so I've been a business owner under the first pre- of the last President Bush, then Obama, now President Trump, mm-hmm. and, and and we have. We have always been better off under Republican leadership, and that's the truth. It is, you, you can't change that fact. Mm-hmm. But when I tell people that, oh, my God, oh, it's just, oh, my God, Derek, you're drinking a Trump Kool-Aid. I've, I've always tell people, look, I'm 52 years old. I've been this way a long time, way before Trump became president. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you just got to really put it out there to people over and over and over again. And are you having any? Do you feel like you're having any success with groups like uh, Project Twenty One and, and and your group, uh, Reaching America? Yeah, I we I do. It's uh, as I tell people, we don't need everybody. We just need a few. We just mm-hmm. need a few. And so once we're able to, you know, have a conversation and just have it, you know, having some dialogue because everybody's not going to listen, mm-hmm. but a few will listen. You start having some dialogue, like, huh? Because they're conservative by nature. It's just they don't want to be Republican. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's kind okay. of hard for a lot of people to, you know, identify with the Republican Party right now, just given with some of the some of the things that come out of the president's mouth right now. So it's uh, yeah. it's, it's a tough time. Yeah, one of the confusing things is uh, thing and I, something that I very much believe in, which is school choice. Uh, the yeah. polls show that blacks are very much in favor of that, and I've always believed. Um, that the terrible schools, especially in the urban areas, is a is one of the biggest problems that the black people have, and the kids, you know, coming out of there. But they they at the same time that they seem to uh, uh, um, approve of that and are in favor of that, they that when the when an election comes, they don't vote for the person who's promoting it. You know, again, I think we have to do a better job of of changing and driving that narrative about school choice. Because again, it's been—it's always been labeled and applied to you know conservative and Republicans. But at the same, if you break it down, hell, man, you look at the people here where I live in this area. We're members of an organization called Jack and Jill. Mm-hmm. It's an African American organization of, of about fifty some black families across the country, different chapters. I would say upscale. Well, last year we had an event, and all the teens graduated, and so it was about twelve hundred teens graduated. And all of them got up and introduced themselves, what high school they went to, and what college they were about to attend. Man, I would say 95% of them all went to private schools. Yep. And I tell people all the time, if your child attends a school outside of your, your zip code, well, you're, you're in favor of school choice, whether you know it or not. Right. Well, I had, so, a, I had a friend, good friend, who taught in the Pittsburgh City Schools for 30 years, and the horror stories he told me, and, and he wasn't even at one of the worst schools. He was at one of the better ones. And uh, I, I, the stuff that he told me, I don't know how anybody got out of there with an education, the stuff that he had to deal with. Right. And, yeah. And, 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 and I can't understand why. A pa- and, and once a parent understands what school choice is and what vouchers will do for them, they're like, whoa, I'm, I'm for that. But it's the, it's the media that will drive that message that blacks are not in favor of school choice. And it's just very interesting because it's, that's not the case. And what is it about the Democrat Party that you think uh, causes the most harm to African Americans? The policies 
the policies in the media, mm-hmm. <laughs> the media promotes the policies that, uh, and they just, they just believe it. And, and I just really feel like sometimes folks are just misled on a lot of things. And when you turn on the TV and every daggone station is, is, is promoting, you know, almost socialism, you know, mm-hmm. you know, this, this, with this new, uh, little congresswoman is promoting, it's just, it's just hard to escape it unless you can really have some dialogue and conversation with people one on one. Um, and your organization, Project 21, has been around for about 25 years. Um, mm-hmm. You say you are seeing some progress in getting more blacks to accept the uh, yeah, accept the conservative philosophy without, uh, first of all, dismissing conservative politicians as being racist and not being uh, not in- being interested in your welfare. Well, I would say you know we've got some things that it's hard to uh, with Project 21 to argue against, like our blueprint for a better deal for black America, there are policies in there that, you know, you just can't argue. It, it, it just makes sense, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on. And so we have had some success in sharing that, uh, that with, with different organizations and people on the Hill. And so hopefully we'll gain some track. We'll get some tr- more traction with it. I actually promoted it today uh, in, in the hearing uh, on Capitol Hill. So, again, our policies and things that we talk about, it, it, it goes back to my philosophy. It's not about left or right. It's about what makes sense for a more united America. Yeah, and and I got to ask you, um, Donald Trump is considered a bit, they the word racist is thrown around about him by uh, everybody, not just black, white. Uh, I'm talking about on in the media, um, mm-hmm. and it's just an accepted fact on MSNBC and CNN that he's just he's established himself as a racist. How does he overcome that? And, and because it's 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 a it's a it's an unwritten truth now among many people, especially I would think uh, blacks. I would agree with you in saying that it is an unwritten truth, but I do think the president has to, and I've, uh, hopefully he will. He needs to do an interview with some black media. Mm-hmm. And so I've I've asked. I'd like love to get you on my podcast, Mr. President. Haven't heard back because I've been in the White House a couple of times, but he needs to do some some outreach to some black media, whether it be black newspapers, black radio, and certainly there needs to be conversations beforehand with those media outlets. Look, let's be civil here. Yeah, yeah. And so let's get the message out and, and be civil about it because he does have some good things to say that will benefit the black community. Do you think he uh, has brought a lot of that on himself just by maybe being too quick with the with the Twitter finger? And and maybe just uh, not, uh, you know, maybe sometimes it might just be misspeaking, but he said I, I things think, that uh, uh, he can't blame people for getting that impression. I think it's both him and the media. Mm-hmm. I had written, written an op-ed uh, last, late last year and in terms of, like, talking about uh, when Kanye had gone to the White House, which, anyway. Yeah. But <laughs> he wasn't the only, he's not the only black supporting the president, and here's why. And I gave a bunch, a bunch of reasons why. Mm-hmm. But also... I included, there was a study done from 19, I think it was 1989 through 2015. There were over 266 rap songs with lyrics that included Donald Trump. (laughs) And they were all positive. Come on. They were all positive. Now, they also had lyrics in with Hillary Clinton, with Hillary, but it was all negative. Calling her all kind of words that (laughs) you shouldn't trust her, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But Donald Trump, it was all about, you know, what you could achieve, what what they wanted to be success and all those kind of things so all of a sudden he becomes the republican candidate and he is the villain man so if i (laughs) if i for everything if i google rap songs with donald trump i'll find them 
Um, yeah, it was a study. If you Google, there's an op-ed that I wrote. Okay. It was in the Daily Signal uh, that ran... Derek Hall and his blacks blacks aren't the only ones. Okay, I'll find uh, it. Kanye Webb is not the only one who uh, supports Donald Trump. And okay. in that op-ed, there's a study that talks about that. I'll find it. Uh, and uh, that's great. Derek Hawley of Project 21. I'm out of time, but I just want to let you know you've made a big mistake by, by, <laughs> by, by, by being on the show and giving us your phone number. Because you're going to be Got hearing it. from me again. But I, <laughs> okay. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. Good luck with everything you're doing, man. I appreciate you, John. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Derek Hawley, thanks, and we'll be right back. Why get stuck with a Medicare plan that leaves you at a disadvantage? Medicare open enrollment season has been extended through March 31st. This is John Steigerwald. Take advantage of your final opportunity this year to make a one-time switch to real Medicare coverage that includes traditional Medicare Part B and the Part D prescription drug plan. The team at Marley Financial knows Medicare is confusing. They know you have questions, and their team of experts can guide you through all the options available to help you make the best choice possible. A comprehensive Medicare plan that lets you access any doctor or hospital you want without a referral with lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none. A Medicare plan that's focused not just on cost, but quality. Don't get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses. Call Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. Deadline is March 31st. That's 724-884-1496, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates so you can buy a home with certainty. It's called Rate Shield, and here's how it works. With Rate Shield, you can lock your interest rate while you shop for a new home. So if rates go up, you don't have to worry. And here's the best part. If rates go down, you get the lower rate. With Rate Shield, we really have you covered. Here are more reasons why you'll want to work with America's largest mortgage lender. For nine years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fifth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Rate Shield. Another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records. Racial approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. With all the recent news about online security breaches, it's hard not to worry about where your data goes. Making an online purchase or simply accessing your email could put your private information at risk. You're being tracked online by social media sites, marketing companies, and your mobile or internet. Internet provider. Take back your privacy by using ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN protection only takes one click. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. Protecting yourself with ExpressVPN costs less than $7 a month. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at Express. 
expressvpn.com slash elder. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash elder for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash elder to learn more. Relief Factor is made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients. Gives your body the help it needs to aid fighting recurring aches and pains. When life's aches and pains get you down, you need relief. Physicians made Relief Factor as an essential way to support the body's fight against aches and pains. It's a remarkable product. It has worked. I only endorse it because it helped my wife with her knee pain. I didn't even know she was taking it. Then when it was mentioned, she said, oh yeah, this stuff is is like magic. Look, there are people who've told me they've postponed or delayed or simply negated surgery because of Relief Factor. That's how powerful it is. Go to www.relieffactor.com, that's relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384, that's 800-500-8384. This remarkable product is called Relief Factor, relieffactor.com. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. So, Derek Hawley uh, told me about his piece that he wrote, and Google's a wonderful thing, and I found it pretty quickly, even somebody as uh, technically unsavvy as me. Uh, but here it is. Kanye isn't the only black supporting Trump. Here's why, by Derek Hawley. It was in, uh, where was this? Um, oh, Project 21. It's on their website. But he wrote this op-ed, um, and he, he writes for the, it was in the Daily Signal, I think. But uh, he says, at what point did Trump become such a villain and the blame for everything and everyone's problem? An article from Revolt TV points to over 35 positive rap references rap references to Donald Trump, including Jay-Z, Ice Cube, Fat Joe, Lil' Kim, Nicki Minaj, and Meek Mill. 538 did a study on 266 hop so- uh, hip-hop songs and lyrics referencing Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. From 1989 till 2015, Trump was positive and represented money, power, and what many strive to achieve, including, listen, I ain't from the slums, I fought my way up, out the slum, arrogant, rich, N-word, we might vote for Trump. That was Cameron wrapped on, uh, and wrapping on Dope Spot in 2015. Most references to Hillary Clinton were negative, including never put your trust in Hillary Rodham. Good advice from the rapper. Even some of the most recognized black leaders, including Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton, praised Trump for his diversity efforts. And this is something I didn't know. Trump endorsed Jesse Jackson for his failed attempt to run for president years ago. So there you go. Um, maybe, and, and this is what Kanye said. See, that's the problem with this damn nation. All blacks got to be Democrats. Man, we ain't made it off the plantation. Uh, and according to Forbes magazine, welfare offers short-term help and long-term policy. This is what, uh, according to, um, Derek Hawley. And as you heard, Derek Hawley is a, uh, a guy, a very successful guy. He's, uh, a Project 21 member and also president of Reaching America, and he's host of Reaching America on Demand pod, on, on Demand podcast. You can check him out there. Uh, I can tell you we will have him on as a guest again. Uh, but there you go. The rappers were rapping in favor of Donald Trump not that long ago. All of a sudden, he's a bad guy and a racist. And how'd that happen? Do you think the media might have had something to do with that? But... Uh, Thanks for Derek. Uh, thanks to Derek Hawley for being on. Thanks for DC McAllister. We covered the speech. I still think he could have given that one line and walked out and would have been great. But we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye. 
The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.